welcome to the Milk Bottle e-commerce show, brought to you by Milk Bottle Labs, Ireland's top-rated and officially accredited Shopify and Clavio e-commerce experts. Founder Keith Matthews interviews e-commerce professionals, app developers and entrepreneurs to share as much digital knowledge and e-commerce tips and tricks as possible. This podcast is kindly supported by our go-to e-commerce tools. Rewind.io, the leading backup solution for Shopify, BigCommerce, Trello and more. Let's just say it's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever get for your Shopify store and all your valuable data. Simply go to rewind.io for forward slash milk bottle to get your first month for free our go-to shopify application to supercharge in-store pickup and local delivery on your shopify store is zapiet it's fully customizable and scalable from one location to thousands backed by outstanding customer support it's no wonder zapiet is trusted by over 10,000 plus stores across 150 countries now over to your host keith matthews Hey folks, uh, welcome back. Today I am absolutely delighted to be joined by Gabby Teagan, who is the founder and the CEO of Smarter. And Smarter is an exceptional subscription app that enables DTC Shopify brands to strengthen their bond with devoted customers and put simply, add subscription services to their Shopify store. Smarter is designed with the customer in mind and offers various subscription options that enhance brand interaction and lifetime value. The app comes with some preset subscription features that keep customers engaged and satisfied, along with a key feature, which is a very well-designed customer portal, which allows customers to self-manage their subscriptions. Subscribers can easily gift, skip, swap, pause, or fast-track their favorite products using the portal. And importantly for us and our customers, Smarter is very, very easy to set up. Gabby, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for that kind intro. That was beautifully said. Thank you. Was that correct? Was it I was correct. I'm stealing that entire <laughs> that entire intro, and we're putting it on every commercial ever that Smarter makes. Right. Yes. Well, I'll 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 be fully transparent here because the the reason I wrote that is because that's based on my experience over the last few months. Because just before we pressed record, there I mentioned about your team and about the product, and it just sweeps a lot of problems that are existing, you know, in the Shopify ecosystem, which. Um, a lot of applications actually make life harder for DTC brands and they put up with it. But um, Smarter is, uh, I would call it, as the Irish would say, a breath of fresh air. And we'll dig into that and we, we will, we'll talk about that. But before and we we'll go certainly, there... We'll certainly be taking quotes and, and posting them in our Slack channel afterwards. I'm sure the team will be <laughs> very excited to hear that. So thank you very much. Very good. Very good. Gabby, the idea of this podcast is obviously to talk with Smarter, but I'm also uh, very interested in the individual. So I know a few things about you. One of them is, is that you come from the real estate business. So explain how you ended up in tech. Great question. Um, I ask myself that frequently. I grew up in New York and a single mother raised me who owns a real estate company. Um, I had the ability of privilege. I don't, I don't know, privilege or, or punishment. I'm not sure, but I was, I was showing apartments every Sunday throughout my childhood and throughout college and so real estate was a natural fit for me after graduating. Um, but indirectly so, I joined a media and events company by the name of BizNow, where I had the privilege of working with some of the top developers, investors in the country and internationally um, on, on hot topic conversations, essentially. And what I loved about that role was being able to meet 
innovators and creators in the real estate space, which is a very old fashioned run uh, industry, I would say they definitely lack uh, tech innovation, to say the least. And hearing from such inspirational leaders was the most incredible first job I could have had. Um, I was then poached, you could say, into a sales role, which I never anticipated entering. Um, but that was at a series A stage company at the time by the name of Reonomy. And I was skeptical to say the least. Uh, you know, the impression that I had of of sales was negative, as so many people do, old, you know, used car salesman type of thing. Um, but entering that role, I immediately grew a really, really strong appreciation for the art and the science that is sales and communication and working with people to better their businesses. And I had the ability to grow a team there. And that was just the most incredible experience. And I'm so grateful that really did change my life. Um, and then COVID hit and we were remote and I found myself thinking through what the next journey was. Um, and I, I partnered with a couple of folks to explore what new options could be. And one of those options was e-com where I found myself talking with founders, but also tech leads and product folks at these D2C brands. Given my sales background, literally was just asking, what is the biggest pain point in your business? And subscriptions kept coming up. And I said, wow, there really must be a problem with subscriptions and recurring revenue for these brands. And that was the start of Smarter. So, it was it was solely so a, holy cow, there's really something here to be had. That was so, so intriguing for me. So Gabby... Did you have various conversations with D2C brands about multiple different challenges that they had? Or before you started to talk to them, did you have any idea that subscriptions was going to be the one that was going to keep coming up? No idea. No. I had a concept that came from our local area where D2C, uh, excuse me, brick and mortar shops were struggling as a result of COVID. And we had this concept of just locally trying to help them potentially enter into the D2C space. So that was a foundational point. Um, I knew that recurring revenue was a very closely uh, parallel concept to what brick and mortar stores have, which is repeat customers. But no, we went into the conversations really blindly. Um, and I immediately after the first one, I mean, I still look at the notes for my first call because it was so shocking. I didn't know that the names of these companies yet. That's how new we were to e-com. And then it just, they kept, you know, it kept coming up. It was definitely a, an issue that people were having. So you identified the problem by uh, effectively, I suppose, for the want of a better word, surveying the the base, um, which were successful D2C brands. So how did you go about it then? You, 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 did, you completed a business plan and you started to raise money. Is that how you started it off? It was that simple. That's not simple. <laughs> <laughs> That is how we did it. Yeah. And then we uh, we we had some great early investors, partners that helped us think through what it was to start a company. Frankly, I had never started a company before. And that was something that I never thought I would even have the privilege of being a part of. It was such a stretch of, of what I thought you know I was capable of or anyone that I knew was capable of, frankly. But when you're in it, the wheels keep turning and, and you just you keep moving and you make things happen. So as, as of today, Gabby, uh, what, what's what's the scale of the business in terms of staff on your footprint? Yeah, um, the staff is, you know, our, our team is, as I said before, and, and Keith, you've had the pleasure of meeting a, a couple of folks on the team. It is the, the best part of the company. So I'll lead with that. Um, we're almost at 40 full-time employees now, which wow. is crazy. We have our headquarters out of New York. We have a talented team 
pretty globally now. Um, we serve hundreds of D2C brands on Shopify. We are Shopify uh, first, native to Shopify, um, but super excited for what the year has in store for us. Great. You know, if you, if you look back on the last three years, what has been the biggest challenge, Gabby, with that? You know, at the moment, you, like not so much businesses like ours or businesses of, of our kind of scale or your scale, but there's a lot of talk in Europe about um, the major corporates letting people go. Hiring is hiring is a problem because they can't get the right people. Has that been a challenge? If you if were to look back over the past three years, what has been the biggest challenge? Good question. The umbrella of the biggest challenge certainly is people because that is the foundation of a company. I think good ideas come and go. Competitors, you know, will take your ideas. They will have better ideas. Um, that is such a variable. But the foundation uh, consists of two things, probably. One is the vision that you have for the company, which really should be unwavering, but understandably does waver uh, with companies all the time. And the second is the people. And the best thing that you can do is have a core group at your company that is with you on this journey for years. And that is by far the hardest thing to do because you can't control what other people want to do. And you can't really know who you're hiring until you, until you bring them on. Um, the, the other thing that you you touched on, which certainly is impacting the U.S. as well, are massive layoffs. And um, one thing that certainly keeps me up at night is the responsibility that I have, that the company has to all of our team to give them essentially a very sustainable means to life. And so one thing that we've done is tried to be very, very conservative in our hiring to avoid anything like what you described with some of the larger tech companies. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think a lot of employees probably don't realize the amount of lost sleep as an employer um, to to make sure that their positions are protected. And again, I suppose that's why running a business is really, really difficult. Gabby, let's move into the product. Number one, because I'm really interested in it. I mean, adding subscriptions to your store is for most uh, D2C owners, is an absolute no-brainer. Okay, obviously there's certain verticals that it suits, certain verticals that it doesn't. But with your experience on, you know, adding subscriptions in the last few years to some of the most um, successful uh, Shopify Plus stores, for example, for somebody that doesn't know the power of a subscription, can you just dig a bit deeper as to why any customer if they have a, uh, a customer base that are repeat purchasing, why it is an absolute no-brainer to add subscriptions to their store? Great question. And absolutely. Um, taking a step back, actually, it's it's almost not what is the power of a subscription, but what you just said, what is the power of a repeat buyer? And any brand that has seen consistent repeat purchases taking place on their site has a huge treasure trove of opportunity and how they can capture not just dollars um, from that person or from those people, but a loyalty and an advocate for your brand. We see that take place in so many different ways. We see influencers, for example, I mean, really taking the D2C market and, you know, e-com in general by storm, how many purchases are being uh, trafficked through TikTok and Instagram is impeccable, is, is like really, really a game changer for these brands. On a smaller scale, the consumer, Keith, the Keiths of the world are a really untapped treasure trove, not just because 
Keith can buy more products from X, Y, and Z brand, but because Keith has the power and the influence in his life to share that with his family, with her, with his friends, with his colleagues. And so what is untapped in my mind is sure, we help enable the recurring billing transaction to take place. But more than that is we're taking the, the Keats and we're converting them from not just a buyer to a repeat buyer, not just from a repeat buyer to a very consistent subscriber. Right now you're talking about a very consistent monthly purchase that is being made, but you're taking Keith from all of those things and converting him into a brand advocate by doing things like engaging Keith on a, on a regular basis, making it really pleasant for him to buy from your brand um, and giving him the tools to leverage his network to then generate more business for these brands. So Gabby, if we focus then on Smarter itself, what would you say your USP is? What, what's the difference between Smarter and anything else? Because you've built it from the ground up and you built it based on, as we already mentioned, um, a series of long calls and conversations with uh, members of the D2C community. This might be controversial, but the that's idea okay. of building okay. a subscription—that's <laughs> okay. The idea of building a subscription app in its current definition, which is, in my opinion, a billing app that enables the recurring billing to take place for a D2C brand, is actually not that interesting. That doesn't wake me up in the middle of the night thinking about how we can make that process better. What what gets me going and what gets the team going and and our investors going and our brands going is the mission that we're on, which is to ultimately redefine what that buying journey is for repeat buyers. So yes, we do facilitate the recurring billing to take place. We're also now offering different types of recurring billing options like memberships and how to convert repeat purchases more. But more than that is we're creating an experience for the consumer to feel connected to the brand through that recurring purchase. Absolutely. Gabby, let's hold for one second while we listen to our sponsors. Rewind.io is the leading data backup solution for your Shopify store. Did you know that there is no way of recovering lost data in Shopify? If your store is gaining traction, you may have multiple staff or third-party developers entering your store. Mistakes can happen and data can be easily deleted. Rewind.io puts you in control of your data, allowing you to restore anything accidentally lost from a single image to an entire store. It acts as a pretty cheap insurance policy for your Shopify account. At Milkbottle, we help clients reduce their business risk by installing Rewind in every single store before we make any changes. Get your first month for free by simply replying to your sign-up email. So what you're saying, Gabby, is there's much more just to that customer that's buying repeatedly. So if I was to dig into that deeper, are you talking about the ability to, you know, to, to integrate to automated email, to loyalty? Are you looking at that kind of landscape as well? In other words, the, the subscription is just the facility to take the transaction. But in actual fact, it's it's much part of a of a of a larger kind of wider, broader um, area within DTC. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it's exactly what you just said. It's it's facilitating the greater relationship with what is ultimately your most loyal customer. Let's talk tech for a second. So, is it correct to assume then that your team are constantly developing integrations? constantly upgrading, upgrading, building, building, building. Like there must be an exhaustive long list on your product roadmap of integrations that you haven't completed and integrations that you should complete. Is that a challenge as a, you know, as a, as a SaaS owner? Absolutely. 
first off, our tech partners have been phenomenal. And that is one of the the core groups of people that we go to to chat about new product ideas and to host events with and to work on brands with. It's it's one of the best parts of the job because you have the ability to not just influence your company, but work with other companies to help these brands. That being said, there is also, I think, a really interesting opportunity for how we can consolidate some of that flow. So another area that we're certainly, we have been invested in and continue to be invested in is exploring the opportunity for us to provide more within Smarter. So not just through tech integrations where brands are installing Honestly, Keith, in some cases, I've seen brands with 100, 150 apps on their Shopify store. Yeah, it's mad. And the distinction that I would make ultimately is, are you installing an app, a platform, or a feature? And if it's a feature, that should probably live within an app. Um, And that's another area that we are heavily invested in. So, for example, yes, we do integrate with all the major loyalty platforms. We also, however, have built our own loyalty platform. So for the brands that want a simple rewards, referrals experience, they can go to us directly and remove some of that clutter from their from their system. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that. So um I think when I spoke to your team, it had just been launched or might have been in beta beta version. The two of them go hand in hand. So to me, it's you know it's a no brainer. I mean, if all the data can sit in one application and customers can get can pay a service fee for one application to do many things, I think that's an advantage, especially for loyalty and um, something like subscriptions. Obviously, it's also uh, it's also clever not to have every th- every single service bolted into one application. Um, specifically with with Smarter, Gabby, um, I've noticed in talking to our own team and I've noticed in in using the application that. It's easy to set up, okay? So if I was a customer, um, you know, a lot of Shopify stores are doing, let's say, I don't know, between half a million and a million and a half in revenue, and I had exhausted every available opportunity to to um, to, to grow revenue, and I was considering subscriptions. In terms of the experience with Smarter and in terms of the boarding, boarding experience and the level of development or the level of effort required by third parties or, you know, or... or um, different teams within a, a customer organization. Can you give us a flavor of what's involved in the boarding? Because I know it is, I've just, I've just made it sound complex. It's actually relatively simple. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, without being too dramatic, it's, it is very important for me to, you know, quote unquote, democratize tech <laughs> yeah. in space. And part of that reason is because Shopify is built on small businesses. That is why Shopify exists is for these businesses. And we, as a platform in Shopify, I think owe it to these businesses to make opportunities for them to create more revenue affordable and approachable for them. Um, And so as a result, we have pricing that is very much aligned with that. You can start off with our most basic plan and self-serve. We have a a really um, concerted effort in making sure that our self-serve experience is as simple as could be. We actually just today released a new feature that allows the the PDP toggle to be completely um, inserted without any engineering effort. So that's absolutely one option is if you are a small shop that doesn't have the, you know, Keith's of the world helping them and supporting them in all of their building, you certainly can install Smarter. And we've seen brands install it in three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. I mean, it is, it is crazy to see how much freedom we're now giving these brands and opportunity we're giving these brands. Um, on the flip side, we also have an in-house implementation team. That was another uh, 
honestly, a takeaway that I had from my, my previous company was CS and implementation are so powerful. In fact, our CS and implementation team exceed our sales team by 10 times. We have a really uh, big commitment to making sure that that post-sale experience is strong. And so if you wanted our help, we are certainly happy to do that installation and implementation for you as well. Isn't it quite amazing how far the world has come where a CEO of an application that can add so much value to a store can stand over the fact that it can be installed in, you know, let's say under an hour. Let's round off the three minutes or round it up. You know, even back in the day, back in the in the old days of Shopify, I remember f- first stores I built 10, 12 years ago. Um, you could actually be up and running taking transactions in under an hour. Obviously, really, really simple. Um, now, Shopify has become a little bit more complex in the last few years. I, don't, I think an hour is pretty much impossible. But there's a wonderful opportunity out there now for store owners to add serious values to, to their store without, in a lot of cases, without any major investment. Absolutely. And and a lot of it is, you know, brands need to remember that that they're being sold certain concepts. So let's take a step back. Let's really look at what your product is. And that's what we say to brands that come to our um, our team all the time is let's take a step back. Is your product subscribable? You won't believe how many brands we see that come because their investors said that subscriptions are important or because their peers in the said space that, uh, said that subscriptions are important. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Just like so many of these tools that are must-haves really are, are not one-size-fits-all, shouldn't be one-size-fits-all, and yeah. should not live in every Shopify brand st- store. Yeah, I can't remember who said this recently, but now, uh, and you, obviously, look, look you've, you've raised money, you're, you're aware of the the, the, the the trends in raising money, but uh, apparently now, um, you know, if you have a successful D2C store, the value is significantly raised by uh, subscriptions and, uh, you know, a substantial, if a substantial portion of those subscriptions of the sales are actual subscriptions, well then, apparently the resale value of that D2C store is risen um substantially. So you can understand what you said there about the VCs or the investors suggesting that they uh, run subscriptions. Well, then that makes perfect sense. I started out the conversation when I mentioned about repeat orders. That's how I would decide whether or not um, it was suitable. I have heard some funny stories about people who put on subscriptions onto stores, you know, a number of years ago, and they amazingly, all of their analysis and all of their research told them no, and when they did it, uh, customers turned into subscribers. Have you have Absolutely. you have you seen that? Absolutely. We. Uh, I was just talking to a founder the other day who had subscriptions offered as a back burner item. Right? They were not focused on it. Uh, it was yes on every PDP, but it was not an emphasis of theirs. And uh, it accounted for three percent of their revenue in the two years that they had offer subscriptions. They switched to Smarter. And part of that implementation was our team sitting them down and saying, hey, here are some of the ways that we can optimize your subscription offering. And then after speaking with them this week, and this sounds crazy, but 78% of their revenue is now coming from subscriptions. Are you serious? 78%. 78%. And what that meant for them was, again, to your point, subscriptions are thrown around, I think, as you should offer it for the sake of offering it. But that totally changed their business. They now have predictable revenue that they know is coming in. And with that, they've been able to negotiate better rates on their products. They've been able to invest more in their team. And it really has changed the way that they look at their business. So it's actually had a fundamental change on how they operate. Absolutely. Gabby, is there any one particular customer that you work with 
um, that uses Smarter that has just, you've just been blown away by? Many. I will highlight a few. And if any of our brands happen to be listening to this podcast, I'm not excluding you intentionally. I just <laughs> limited on time. Um, I'll shout out two businesses that I think have done not just an amazing job with subscriptions, but are run in such a well-oiled way. Um, I'm every single day impressed by the leadership team. One is Jolie, which is a showerhead company. Um, shout out to Arjun and Ryan who have in, I think, a year, built just an incredible organization. Uh, their business is essentially completely subscriptions. Uh, I highly recommend for anyone that is having trouble with the quality of their water when they're taking a shower. It really did game change my shower experience, but also just, again, they run their business in such an incredible way. And the other one that similarly has seen incredible results uh, on their subscription offerings and actually switched from a from a different platform onto Smarter is Remy, which is run by a gentleman named Oscar, uh, who is a machine. The guy I aspire to be more like. He is an incredible CEO. Um, all three of them really are incredible businessmen. Great. We'll put the, we'll put the links to that, Gabby, in the show notes. Gabby, I've really enjoyed the conversation. Before we close out, is there anything interesting, anything nice you can tell us about your future plans? Other, other than trying to get to 50 staff or increase sales? Yes. Um, other than the boring stuff, I mean, to me, the most interesting thing that we have ahead is the product enhancement uh, and all of the items on our product roadmap. We don't have the time to go through them. Keith, as you mentioned, we have <laughs> so many things that I know the team has shared with you that we're excited about, but really essentially continuing that that thought process of subscriptions are not one size fit all recurring billing is not one size fit all and how does smarter play a role in that? How does smarter help brands that subscriptions might not be the best option for? Um, how do we get them that same loyal customer base that native to subscription businesses can benefit from? I hear you. I hear you. Well, Gabby, um, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you as a user of the product. And uh, as I mentioned uh, before we pressed record as a, an individual that has interacted with your team, just wanted to wish you genuinely the best of luck. Uh, I think what you're doing is great. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And, and the team is very excited to be working together on a number of different projects, Keith. So we're, we're thrilled to be working together. Thank you, Gabby. Thanks for listening. All of our episodes are available on Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcasts. A special note of appreciation goes to our sponsors, Rewind.io, the leading backup solution for Shopify store owners. Get your first month of Rewind for free by simply responding to any welcome email once you sign up for your free trial on Rewind.io. If you're a Shopify user with an exciting story to tell, reach out to the team on podcast at milkbottlelabs.com. Until the next time, take care.